It is the podcast. Welcome to Tuesday. Someone said, I don't know how to tell them apart. The one that sings is the one I relate to. <laughs> that would be Corey. Could be Heather. We just Sometimes Heather. Sometimes she gets a little song in her heart. I only really sing when I'm by myself. Oh, you're it's not good. Is, is it, it feed? Is it more of a hum or an actual oh. like bellow? Baby, 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 lamb, I'm crazy. You like literally baby, baby, sing out. Crazy. Baby, baby, is it crazy. this like timid? No, it's louder. <laughs> yeah, it's Am I holding you back? Yeah. <laughs> so, Corey, welcome to the Baking It Down podcast. What can someone expect? Well, well, we try to bring you each well, week. I was trying to start off on like, well, well, well. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> each week we try to bring you one marketing nugget that you can incorporate in your business. We try to make it easy to digest, not super complicated. Lemon squeezy easy or just easy easy? Lemon squeezy easy. <laughs> And then we go over some group stuff because if you didn't know, we're attached to a marketing group on Facebook called the Sugar Cookie Marketing. Group. Parentheses group. (laughs) (laughs) Tried real hard with the name. (laughs) And then today, what can people expect? Today. Is it something new? No, that's what we talked about. <laughs> Today we're going to cover something Heather loves to do. We've what? done it for This a is a great years. question to ask in a room full of people you hardly know. Because if you ask this question, you're going to learn a lot about what that person thinks of themselves. Heather only says that because she asked it last night at our impromptu Panic family and extended family. Dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you got people extended family, people that weren't even family. What are you going to do? Not ask that question. I did. Probably just eat. And here is the magical question. What is your word of the 2023 calendar year? So before you just spit out a word. You got to think about it. It has to be something that you think you can actually achieve. It like can't focus just be on. like bazillionaire, you know. <laughs> That's my word. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it doesn't even have to be a goal. It can just be a life focus. Mine. Can I start them off? The key is, if you ask me this question, you can't also tell them the word that you think they should choose. You that did is, that. No, I did it. Summary, yes, you did. No, she chose light. I would have never said the word it, light. You were like, direction. <laughs> she like, she calls herself a, a bag in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine yeah. was stresslessness. You made that long. But it is one word. <laughs> it is. So why is that your focus in 2023? I realize I am the harbor of stress. I keep it near and dear to me so much so that it 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 doesn't even look like stress anymore. It just looks like a part of my daily because I have taken it in and held on to it for so long. Why do you think you have a penchant for holding on to stress? I am a sucker. <laughs> Love me a good stress. <laughs> I like them premature wrinkles around the eyes. <laughs> Give Botox something to work with. <laughs> So how, so 2023, do you remember your word for 2022? I think it was less stress. I'm still working on it. All right. Less stress is too, right? <laughs> stress, less stress. <laughs> yes, you take. So what changes have you made in 2022 that you'll be carrying in 2023? Uh, working on taking walks. That's a good one. That is leaving my phone at home during those walks. I'll say that social media and phones. I know yeah. we like to demonize them, but in a way it does have a heavy psychological effect on people from the type of, you know, when you get a push notification, it honestly feels like you won uh, at the slot machines. Won a casino. It's the same kind yeah. of brain thing happening. For sure. Uh, I was reading an article and it said the company that makes most of the casino slot machines is called the scientific gaming company. Like it's scientifically oh, wow. based addiction. 
So phones with their push notifications in bright, fancy colors, and you just don't know if you continue to scroll, if you find the next one big life secret, do create an addictive personality that also kind of persecutes your stress level if you're not able to maintain it. When I see someone working hard and I'm sitting and scrolling and reading Mm -hmm. about their hard work, I get stressed because I'm like, I should be working hard. (laughs) If you want a gateway drug to unaddict yourself from your phone, a great way to do it is to turn on, I know on Android, it's under accessibility settings, is to turn off the color. Yes, and go grayscale. Your phone, so it becomes less appetizing So it's still there, it's still accessible, Uh you're not using an app blocker, you're not deleting or canceling notifications, or even doing something violent like uninstalling apps, but it just makes them ever so slightly annoying. To not see Instagram in color is very annoying. I'm sure it is. How it can is. I can, how can I absorb those beautiful Christmas cookies if they're all gray? <laughs> I know iPhone and Android both share this feature, and it's one I've been using on Android for a while. You can have a bedtime timer automate when your phone goes grayscale, and that would be kind of the step up to then going full-time grayscale. I kind of have that. It's called the blue light filter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a filtering one color. <laughs> All the colors. <laughs> it makes it so easy for me to look at my phone at night. <laughs> so, yeah, I have that kick on at 1030. So it gives me a little notification. You can click cancel, but it'll say, hey, we're going, we're going grayscale. But then I try to leave my phone grayscale for longer and longer, which makes it less and less interesting. And then you can do the bigger step like App Block, which is an app I use on Android. It doesn't ha- They don't have one for iPhones. I think iPhone does it within the system um, that – limits when I can get notifications and when I can access apps all together. Yeah. And every time I uh, try to open it, it gives me a quote. Oh. And then it tells me how many times I've accidentally tried to open it during uh, the lock period. You're really good with those things. I love to uninstall them and, and zoom right on by. I did have to uninstall TikTok. I uninstall it every yeah, Sunday night. I know. You do. <laughs> I had then to. I, that I one has me by the addictive collar. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. In 2023, what are things you're going to implement that you haven't implemented already to manage stress? Actually, I know you bought, purchased a few things to help with stress. What? Were they? A call me go. You got me that. I will say the call You got me go. this heat shoulder thing you talk about a lot. Okay. That's, yeah. Cause so I hold stress within my shoulders. Mm. So I got this magnesium lotion and it's supposedly oh, yeah. supposed to, I don't, does it work? Is it placebo maybe? Well, uh, the Andrew Huberman podcast yeah. talks about a certain, there's many types of magnesium, but as a supplement to assist in better sleep. I take that yeah. supplement. I'm guaranteeing the call me go. Let me it's just glycinin. explain it. Magnesium glycinin. That's what it is. It's a sleep one. I do take that. Oh. Does it work? I don't know. Not close. Sleeping like a baby, so maybe. <laughs> Sleeping like a baby, so maybe. Uh, I think you started using your Fitbit again. Fitbit to track my Sleep. spikes oh, in yeah. heart rate, which Cor- is usually oh. tied to stress. Right. Because yeah. higher cortisol, higher heart rate. You know, was the fight or flight? Yeah, whatever that is. Okay, those are good ones. Uh, Um, I've recently, in the last two weeks, have tested taking sugar out of my diet. Probably a great one. Wow. One I cannot do. Yesterday, I went to the candy drawer. The fact that there one is a a candy candy drawer. drawer. (laughs) And I grabbed, not not reached for, I snagged, just a giant fistful of Starburst. Starbs? Yeah. They're so, like, they're so much, a better color. I love the chew. chew Give me a Laffy Taffy. Give me a Starbs. Give me a... Don't I wanna, you get I tired sit of it. the chew towards the end of the burst? Judging by how many I ate, no. <laughs> I can bat right on through. <laughs> Would you say Starburst are your favorite candy? No, Laffy Taffy. The pink Laffy and green. Taffy? If I get a yellow one, I'll throw it back. Oh, is there only three colors? Uh, I think sometimes is there's there a purple. purple? Yeah. yeah. 
But you can't just buy the color you want. It was like a fortune to buy it. And I was like, no. Yeah, and they have like an exorbitant amount of yellow. Also, I don't need that kind of. Yeah. One, Star Wars and Laffy Taffy. <laughs> Get ready to yellow, okay? It's just in my way. Is it yellow banana in a Laffy Taffy I roll? think so. Yeah. Oh. It just doesn't have that sour. It's just that like muddled. And I don't love lemons in my candy. And that yellow is the lemon. I don't like Starburst. orange Starburst. <gasps> I like anyone. I think we can all agree as a species that the red Starburst is, red very is sad. the best. <laughs> Shortly thereafter, pink. So you know, I got the alternative Starburst, and there's a deeper red, and what I think it trumps mean? bright red. I don't know, like it's another tropical. Sort of, yeah, no, old school Arbust. I think don't. you're sleeping on top. No, I think you're sleeping no on way. Anyways, yeah, sugar is not hotter, but I love it. I love it too. I love it. That's the problem. I love it too. But it does have. I would like for you to do some research on this, the relationship to sugar and cortisol, and if they're related or not. I know you get sugar triggers like the manufactured high of awakeness, alertness, yeah. and then the crash. Oh, so I that's was not having be ideal. big old crashes. Crashes. Crash right in the candy. Baseball right in the nose. Okay, what else? Um. So I have the walks. I'm really making sure that I Here's go to bed. Here's a weird thing that right you did. Time. You purchased a new car. Follow Corey for more financial advice. <laughs> you purchased a new car that was reliable to mitigate the stress of wondering if the car would start or not, which is always like anxiety inducing. Oh, I know. Reliability is, is a piece stress of mine. release. Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. Okay, you. I'm you, really focusing on getting the right amount of sleep each night. Amen. That's a solid if bet. If you have less sleep, you function at such a lower percentage than you can. Yeah. Not. I could say. If somebody asked me my best business advice, yeah, go to bed, go to bed, and be religious. So the book "Why We Sleep," if you want to, it's a it's a longie. Even the guy said this may put you to sleep, and for that, I'm okay. Put a bookmark. <laughs> but he said if he could give you one takeaway, it's to go to bed at the same time and wake up at the same time every day, holidays and weekends included. So yeah. no late night weekends. You know what? I always go to bed around the same time. Always wake up at six. Yikes, 17, 6, and yeah. I wish I did not see it. <laughs> the cat says, no, you won't be seeing it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so, okay, what are you going to try in 2023? If this is going to be your word through the whole year. my Now I'm really honed in on what my stressors are. So Sorry, Arthur. It's my husband. <laughs> but I need to not take on their stresses. So if they don't know where they put their lunchbox last night, what? Well, you know, we all have the same pair of eyes. <laughs> Go find it. <laughs> I was reading this book, The Courage to Be Disliked. But it talks oh, about... You took it to heart, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I just said today, I'm your only friend. So <laughs> it. And it's talking about people's tasks and how some people like to take people's tasks. So if Archer can't... Archer's Corey's son. It's her husband. Just kidding. <laughs> Archer can't find his lunchbox... It would be easier for you to take on the task to be like, it's right here, yeah. but it's not your task to take. And when you take somebody's task away from them, what you create is somebody who's dependent on you and you become resentful. It's not your task. And now you feel like, well, I'm doing their task. You took it from them. Yeah. So the concept being leave people with their task unless they ask you for assistance. So it's easy to be like, well, I can just do it faster, better, stronger, whatever. Yeah. And I'm going to do it. But then one, you're taking a task from somebody. Two, you're creating a dependency with that person. And three, you're pro likely resentful that you had to. But you actually didn't. You yeah. stole it. Yeah, stole it. Stole so, it. So 
The concept of the word of the year is not something like you said it and forget it on New Year's resolutions. It's something that you try to interweave for the next 12 months. Yeah, and I can honestly say that if you try to set it and forget it, you'll you'll have the same word next year because you will not You're two for a two-timer on stress assessment? You know what? It, it wasn't a one-year thing. Yeah. It was a two-year type thing for me. I think I a lot of times we don't recognize, okay, you and I are 34. You had... Th- 30, if you count this word last year, 32 years of cultivating stress, yeah. it's going to take maybe a whole nother 32 years to uncultivate stress. And that's, it's fine to have I'll a... I'll be done. Okay. Well, guess what? No stress. <laughs> you <laughs> figured it out. <laughs> so yeah, it wouldn't be like coming up with a word and just thinking of it. And then a year from now, you say, what was that word? And you're like, oh yeah, yeah. that word. I forgot about yeah. it. It would be almost, and this is what I'm doing for 2023. Try 2022 mess up. Okay. Uh, a is- monthly recap. And your wait, what's your word first? My word. what was your twenty twenty two word and what's your twenty twenty three word? Twenty twenty two was intentional. Okay. Actually, I think we did a podcast on this. I'm, I'm sure having we some did. like <laughs> memory. I'm saying this. My twenty twenty three word is slow. Do you feel like you were intentional in twenty twenty two? Yes. Do you? Why are you looking down your nose at me? <laughs> you can't the same level off your high horse. Stresslessness times two. <laughs> this is stress bucket, okay? Yeah, I think it's very intentional. I think, I mean, obviously you can constantly work on it. I got 32 years of not being intentional to make up for. But my, this, I've recognized, here's how I recognize it. Here's how I decided what my word was going to be. I, you know, have those like supplement containers and it has Monday yeah, through yeah, Sunday like on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they pop open. I was filling it up for the week of <laughs> supplements. I don't know if they work or not. <laughs> I'm just kind of hoping I believe. And I'm like, just trudging through like an iron pill here, yeah. an iron pill there. I don't know. Ginkgo. Someone said it was helpful. <laughs> Magnesium. <laughs> Do a little work. And I was filling it up so fast that, you know, like my brain was working faster than my physical hand. Yeah. So I grabbed the pill container, hid it on the d- cupboard door. All the uh-huh. pills come up flying across the room. And I said, now I have to pick up every single one, identify what it might be, <laughs> and hopefully it lands in the same day. So I don't get an iron over it. <laughs> an iron over it. Why did she die? <laughs> She's too fast. So I said, I saw this quote the other day, and it said, if you don't have time to do it once, what makes you think you'll have the time to do it twice? Preach. I thought as I was grabbing little ginkgo pills from the floor. That is true. Let's say that quote one more time. Okay. <laughs> if you have if you don't have time to do it once what makes you think you have time to do it twice right so i was thinking the slower oftentimes i think my brain is like hey get it done faster you'll have more room to what do more stuff and it'll be a never-ending cycle i i'm living like in hyperdrive yeah i think we gotta slow down because uh this other book i was reading was like yesterday and tomorrow actually don't exist yesterday you can't get back to tomorrow hasn't happened your only existence is currently right now yeah, but we all act like <laughs> we all act like our existence is well into the future. Yeah. And he's like, technically, you have no idea what tomorrow holds, so you can't bank on it at all. All you are is right now. So why am I running through it as if it doesn't matter? Because I'm trying to work to this future version where apparently everything will be amazing. Yeah, that's true. I guess I get through the day and I'm like, wow, I still have so many things to do. But you will forever. Guaranteed, the things will keep it coming. They do keep it coming. Yes. When I eat, I eat so fast. Mm-hmm. An ungodly fast. Yeah, why? I don't know. I got to get that stuff in my face. Oh, <laughs> garden. Get on over here. So this, I think I was reading an article that French people, the, French, the country in France, they eat very slow. They enjoy their They food. enjoy it. 
because I was thinking, like, I was shoving in a tiramisu the other day, full disclosure, and I was eating it so fast as if the next bite would taste different than the bite in my mouth. Sometimes I get through a meal and then I, I'm sad because I'm like, well, I didn't taste one bite of that. And yeah. I'm, I'm sad about you it. You cause me a lot of stress. Corey and I do share tiramisu. It's like a weird couple. <laughs> we share but Corey eats it so fast. I have to chop it in I half. Have to, it's it's because I just <laughs> I yeah, I'm get so scared that she'll chop it in half so she can. Because Corey, your like, shop. like you know, a normal I don't know spoonful. what's wrong with me. <laughs> Didn't you say Archer Panic? <laughs> he panics when he's not like when he's halfway done with the meal and I'm packing up. So we gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think. Kind of, so the concept is take this word, your word of the year, the one word you want to, what's that sound? It's a trash truck. The, the one word you want to focus on and kind of interweave it through almost everything that you do. Because you don't want to just like, oh yeah, my word's slow and then run through life. I think and even if we want to tie it back, me speeding is an example oh. of someone who's just not yeah, slowing down. There was no good reason for you to be speeding that day. Thank you, Officer There's Corey. There's no good <laughs> reason for you to be speeding any day. Just, thank you. <laughs> so, so how am I going to slow down? I bought a uh, speed monitor that literally shouts out slow down when you are at excessive speed. Is that what's against I didn't law? realize it did that. Shut <laughs> I didn't also, realize it did that. You okay, my car is old. <laughs> <laughs> my new car, Waze. Shouts out. So, anyways, this the tech, it was radar detector, or whatever. It shouts out, slow down. It took me by surprise at first. I said, "What are you saying? Slow down!" Oh, shouldn't it be screaming that to you constantly? <laughs> no, you have to do an excessive <laughs> speed for it to kick in. That's how I was a little surprised. What are you doing? <laughs> Where <are> you been? <laughs> I haven't seen you before. Another way to. Why are you judging me? Everyone listen to this podcast. Corey seems judge you today. I am. I don't know why. <laughs> what the hell? I don't know. <laughs> Another way I've been taking slow is these meditation apps. Now, Corey got me one. It did. It's this little orb. Have you been using it? Yeah. Okay. But it really just follows this principle of meditation of really just slow down and stop. And it's hard. It takes practice. Stop thinking. Oh. You know, like how they say, like, sometimes women ask men and men say I'm not thinking about anything. I think that you can learn that. You can learn not I don't to know. think when about anything. When I go anything. on walks, I literally am talking to myself. That's because you have a lot of thoughts. So if you practice kind of this meditation, mindfulness True. thing, you can stop those thoughts. And the great way to do that is by focusing on your breath. And that's, that's why they say it's like a grounding True. technique. Yeah. Grounding meaning like it's easy to get distracted and then the little apps don't punish, even the one you got me, doesn't punish you for thinking of stuff. It says just notice that you are. Yeah. And if you find yourself mind wandering, just say, oh, return back to my breathing. Oh, interesting. All right. So that'll slow you down because it starts by slowing down the thoughts that I think kind of supercharge everyone's activities. Oh, I got to do this. I got to run in here. I got to jump over there. And then another thing I'm doing, I like using Asana to plan my week. But I find that my weeks get longer and longer with these little tasks, these little these little lines yeah. in Asana. As if, like, I'm acting like the day will, like, succumb, like, to my task list. Like, okay, we'll give you a couple extra hours. Yeah. It seems like this. Like, no. The days will always end. So I have to adjust my tasks to fit in the working hours. Yeah, eventually, there's too much work and not enough daylight. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I've been saying, okay, like, if I could get five main tasks, one each day this week – those are my five guys. Yeah. And then if I can add, if I have extra time, I'll do a supplemental task. But really, you got to focus on these five. If they get done, great. Yeah. And the next week, you can fill that one up. Because the weeks will keep coming. 
And if no, you stop are, coming, <laughs> if you listen to Heather and you're like, oh, I kind of identify with that, a way that I see a lot of people mess this up is accepting last minute orders because the money sounds good, but the money doesn't equal more time. No. So you end up hating yourself a little bit because you're working deep into the night. Something goes wrong that you didn't plan. The money ends up not being worth it at the end. Um, even though it sounded so good when they had placed the order. That's why it's so good to know your your numbers of what you can physically produce in a certain amount of time. Um, Bagging icing, it literally Mm. takes forever. I don't know. Like I start in the a.m., make two bags, and it's 9 p.m. I don't understand it. But to know, like, even though someone's wanting two simple maybe designs on a two-dozen order, there's a lot of times and and things that go behind it. Mm. So how do we find a word of the year? What's your little scientific base? No scientific base. My opinion would be what has been this nagging thought to you? Something that as the pill container hits the cupboard, you say, (laughs) well, I need to focus on that. How how did you choose? Well, I think you've been focusing a lot on stress management in the last couple months. Well, back when I had my stomach hurt all the time. Ah, What did they say? At the beginning of the year, we got... colonoscopy i already told you about that got all little <laughs> I think we all have PTSD from scanny scans from that the blood work everything like that and they're like it comes back to stress i think it's so amazing that your your brain didn't listen to your body for so long that your body said i'll show you a lesson yeah we're gonna shut it down that's until you how, listen how it works <laughs> yeah so i guess your stress went unchecked for so long that your body kind of revolted and then said, We're, we'll show you how to slow yeah, down. You will be slowing down. Yeah. And shoved you in the hospital. Yeah. So because of that, and they said the only way that your stomach won't hurt is if you do not fix, like, unless you fix your stress. Then I said, well, that's that's an on me thing. And I have been avoiding it um, because that's difficult to alleviate stress. You have to, you know, be uncomfortable, make changes, tell mm. people no, mm. which is uncomfortable. And not to mention... If you've told people yes for a really long time, you've created a lot of dependence, right? Not for any fault of their own. You have said yes, 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 Uh yes, yes, yes. And then as you tell them no, what happens when you start turning that ship around, these people get a little anxious. Like, you, what? I'm dependent on you. Now you're telling me no. Then you feel this guilt period. If you can weather the guilt stage, on the other side is more peace than you realize. Because what happens is you just told somebody who you turned into a dependent that they can't depend on you Uh in a way, and now they're revolting, which is normal because you just told them no after telling them yes for so long. Now they have to learn how to walk again without you being the crutch. But on the other side, one, they'll have more abilities, and two, you'll have less stress, and both of you will have less resentment, even though it doesn't feel like it. Yeah, I've told three people that have gone through these, their, like, relationships with their boyfriends or whatever that I cannot take your stress on. Corey has pulled out a relationship <laughs> I was. I said, as much as I want to be there for you through the ups and downs of this relationship, I cannot physically take your stress on. Was because I one I'm, of those people? You were. You were well involved <laughs> in my and relationships. I realized it's stressful. <laughs> <laughs> so I told these people, and they have not and right here. <laughs> enjoyed it. <laughs> We have enjoyed the post. I have enjoyed the post <laughs> stress. <laughs> That's a great boundary setting, though. Now I've, you know, Kitty Witty, we're doing a podcast. I'll sing to you later loudly. Uh, yeah, kind of focusing on, I'll say that your word of the year has likely been presenting itself to you for a bit. 
Yeah. It may be relationships. Maybe your relationship, husband, wife, mom or dad, kids is a little not ideal. And you thought about, like, I, I should focus on this, but there's a million things I got to do first. That's yeah. likely your word of the year kind of creeping in there yeah. and saying, hey, maybe your word of the year. Maybe you don't like, and I hate doing this because this was to me in the past, you don't like checking your bank statement. Whether that be overspending or maybe maybe I like spent, like I have, you know, debt yeah. or whatever. Maybe that's your word of the year is like, oh, maybe I'm going to really focus on that. Yeah. Uh, getting debt or spending or maybe you're just, you know, I hate talking about retirement. Like you don't think, I, I guess it'll happen one of these days. Yeah. But to, to focus on getting that, you got to kind of do some research and maybe that. and But I can guarantee you on the other side of your word of the year is you really understanding the word and what it means to you. Yeah, and how much it means to you. Yeah. So now I'm realizing, like, wow, this stress-free life means a lot. Mm, so you, I need to guard mm. it a lot. Yeah, I don't see you – Have is there any stress mitigation effort that you've not – that you've tried and said, nah? That I've tried and said, nah. You know that – well, I did the group therapy thing, and then I was oh, really yeah. – honestly, leading it. <laughs> well, that was a good example of trying it out. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Corey went to a group therapy session, and the therapist like Corey run the group, and then it became a job. <laughs> it became my job. Hey, you paid to do. Yeah, I know. So, so then you thought that one. That's a good idea. That's a good example of trying something and not abandoning the word altogether just because this one thing didn't work mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Then you try to do physical therapy, and that's not working out. It's not working out. Either. <laughs> I will. <laughs> you should get a robot masseuse. I need a robot masseuse. See, go stand. I'm doing a podcast. No. See, I've created a dependent. You have. I have. Yeah. Singing to him, he's addicted to me. <laughs> All I'm right. Well, lead us to the next thing. <laughs> well, that was my word of the year. You just wanted to abandon it? That was so abrasive. You, yeah, I thought you were done. You're playing You pick up the phone, you crazy little <laughs> <laughs> crazy. You both are crazy. <laughs> well, challenge people about their word of the year. We don't talk about yours. Okay. Well, I want to challenge you to figure out a word of the year. And it can't just be an easy one. It can't be so broad that you can't track it. And it can't be so difficult to reach that you can easily say, oh, better luck next time. So if you are, if your thing is you um, love to just buy everything from the Target dollar spot, speaking to myself, budgeting. Budgeting is a good word Might of the be year. a good one for you and for me. That's a good one. Uh, a lot of times I can see people jumping on the latest trend of, you know, packaging or something cool or cookie cutters. But at the end of the day, if you don't know your numbers, you could just be breaking even. And mm-hmm. this business it truly isn't a business for you. So knowing your numbers and really having the confidence behind knowing your numbers will give you so much confidence in your business. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you always feel like you're like when you're quoting someone that you're second guessing or you're not sure if you know, you're know you charging the right amount or you're n- neglecting to charge for the packaging you just bought, mm. those are that would be a good word of the year for you. I like a word of decluttering, which I know yeah. is a threat. But think about it this way. There's two ways to make money, either sell more or spend less. Oftentimes when we have a lot of visual noise, you think of auditory noise typically with that, you know, sound Mm -hmm. of roads, but visual noise is the things that you see that cause a little bit of standing anxiety, Mm -hmm. which often you self-medicate by going to shop because Mm -hmm. that feels good. And being around crap you shouldn't have bought doesn't feel very good. Now, a great way to really make that word of the year an entire process, a mental shift is to start 
thinking about donating. Donating is a great way to take something that has no use for you anymore mm -hmm. and sitting around it will have no use for anybody else. But if you can donate it to somebody, I was even thinking like, I really like these business jackets that I have. Mm -hmm. However, Heather, you're not going on interviews. You're not speaking in front of large groups. You're not going to networking events. Somebody else could use these to find the job that they've been wanting. And if you truly did need another one, what would stop you to go out? You can always buy another one. If you needed it. The Minimalist Podcast, they've been podcasting forever, but their first, like, hundred are really great about this mental shift. Mm -hmm. I think eventually podcasts, you kind of just said the same thing 50 times and <laughs> I got to change it up. But they kind of say if it's under $20 or less than 20 miles away, you can always go get another one. True. You can. Yeah. And I had that symptom. Corey said, you have a lot of knickknacks that solve very small issues that you could, but I lived next to a wet one, so I could have walked there at any time. Yeah. And saw that But problem. you, like, literally had, like, a random button for, like... Ready to go? Yeah. Got a new button? I got 50. <laughs> yeah. You need something to sew it on with? I got that, too. Another one that I know has really helped me, and a lot of times you don't realize that it's helpful until you actually do it, is organizing your baking supplies, your baking stuff. Great way to, re to assess what you have. It really is. I realized that I was buying duplicates of things because I couldn't find the first purchase. Which was yeah. annoying because I'd find it maybe, you know, in the crevice of a corner a year later. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I've wasted money because I've bought this now mm. three times. Something we did in the cookie college, the snowman bags, they sold out They sold out really fast. They did. But you had to buy a bunch, right? Well, you didn't have to, but you could. Oh, you could 10, have saved 25, money. 25, 100, something like that. Yeah, so a lot of people were like, I buy, I'll buy, i buy 100, save on shipping. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, if you don't sell those snowman bags during you snow have time, you have, have them for a whole year. <laughs> so we created a snowman bag match thread. Do you need or do you want? <laughs> yeah. So that allowed people who bought in excess to sell off their extras mm -hmm. at cost, you know, whatever. I, don't, I said, you know, go to the DMs to decide how to sell yeah. them. But – and it allowed people to get something that they wanted to sell. So all both people were able to clean out – Make more money. Yeah. And you have to realize the mental load it takes to mm. to hold on to something mm. for a whole year. So while packaging is fun, if you don't sell through it, I used to buy a ton of packaging because I didn't want to not, I didn't want it to sell out and, you know, be like, oh no, I sold too many and yeah. now I have to tell my clients no because I don't have any. Now I buy a certain amount of bags that and I know I can produce and that's make. how many sales I will make. Um, because to have that mental load and just to see your your stuff start accruing around you, yeah. it's stressful. It yeah. is stressful. Yeah. You start losing space at the cost of what? Now you need something to store it in. It's a lot that goes into not being organized. So now I'm getting super organized. And, and paring down. Look. Yeah. yeah. I think you've been uh, giving some of the college kids some pack ex extra packaging. They win. You yeah. win with less stuff around yeah. you. If I can get, get it gone, that's a win. Yeah. So think of your word of the year. I'm going to create a thread in the group. I want to hear everyone's word of the year and why they chose it and what they plan to kind of do about yeah, it. Yeah, how to execute it. Not yeah. just this. You don't want to set and forget a word of the year. I'd almost say if you're not good with New Year's resolutions, forget them. Just come up with your word. Yeah. Things will fall into the word. It will. Yeah. It can line up with just one word. One word. You <laughs> yeah. don't have to have 50 things when you overwhelm yourself with things I wish I did. What if you came up with the word and had everything else aligned to the word? Yeah. Yeah. So I can slow down. There's, yeah, there's some things. I have allocated myself an hour to get into bed. I mean, so, yeah. I'm in so there. For 10 <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got I to turn on my brain a little bit. But, like, if I force myself so all the lights turn off uh, mm -hmm. down here and then I got to go upstairs, well, now I can – oh, this is a funny thing. I was uh, – I kept cutting myself at the same part of the back of my leg. With like the razor? Yeah. 
Okay, might have included that part. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's my razor. I bought – okay, so someone on TikTok was like, hey, buy men's razors. They're cheaper. They're sharper. Yeah. They're very sharp. Yeah. Also, I didn't realize that men's razors, unlike women's razors, have an extra blade along the top. Didn't they know do this for like beardiness. Yeah. Uh-huh. Some man was like, I didn't know they had that. And he pretended to fake shave his wife's eyebrow, but it took it off because it did have the blade there. Anyways, I don't know what you – I think that blade would cut off my leg. Again, Nate does it to to shave up his beard. Okay. So I bought those razors. Of course, you get like a pack of 50, the the men's ones. Venus, the girls' ones, like, good luck with one. (laughs) You'll be using this for the next three months. Uh, So I was shaving my legs, and I kept cutting myself in the same spot. And I was like, whoa, these, these blades are too sharp. No, I was going too fast. And I was going so much faster than I didn't even realize I was sliding the blade sideways because just to... Because you're like, I'm just getting to this. So I said, if you slow down and be intentional, you'll have you'll stop buying band-aids. True. That is true. Yeah. So then I've given myself longer time to get ready at night, take a shower, whatever. Shave my leg without cutting it out. Most of it. <laughs> yeah. No wonder why those little blades last forever. <laughs> you said two times you're this year. You're five. I have enough blades to get rid of your life. <laughs> so that is that one. Okay, moving on to the cookie college. The cookie college. Cover the better business basics. That's not what it's called. Cover the bakery business basics. Bakery business basics. <laughs> the better business bureau. <laughs> so Corey and I ha- uh, saw kind of a gap in the market that we created ourselves. So we have the main group, which is copious amounts of information. But what's the average? How many posts get posted a day that you don't do? 78-ish a day. 1,200 so a month. That would be impossible to read all of. It would. You could doom scroll through most of it, though. I do. <laughs> right. So what we said, okay, well, then join the Cookie College. It's a lot more kind of marketing focused and kind of a graduation from the main group, the free content. Mm-hmm. You know, a little bit more focused, a little bit more in a depth. A little bit, I would call it a jump. Quite a bit of a jump. Yeah. And people are like, I am this, you know, like in Indiana Jones where he has to take the leap of faith. Yeah. They were like, I'm falling. <laughs> I see the college over there. I'm leaving the free group and I'm falling in the crevice. So we said, let's do the Baker's Business Basics. It is a Baker's Dozen. So it's 13 classes that are foundational to everything we think you'd actually need to be successful in the college. Mm -hmm. So maybe the college is a little out of reach for some of the concepts. If you do the Better Business Bureau, if you do the Baker's (laughs) Business Basics, you'll have the tools needed. At least I can guarantee you, you're going to have a more efficient business. They all build on each other and they're all to get you out of the gate in the right foundation. The podcast we talked about with foundational marketing, this is foundational. Then, then you can graduate to the college with the correct setup. Or Or, you can join the college and it's in there too. (laughs) Oh yeah, the college gets everything. So you could join the college and get absolutely everything, which includes that private Facebook group. Corey has taught me what transfers are. So I'm making one or two or three a month. I did three this month. You did. So transfer sheets, I made Santa hats, two directions, two two bands, (laughs) presents, three sizes. And then Christmas trees. Christmas trees. Yeah. Christmas trees, yes, yes. I'm enjoying the transfer sheet classes. Yes. And she actually taught a class recently on how you can make your own transfer sheet. Yeah, in Canva. Free Canva. I even taught it. Oh, it's even better. So Um, you can save money by spending money with us. I will say I just want to touch on the Cookie College. This is our T minus almost one month before we have our price increase. Less than one month. We've never raised the price in the Cookie College. So Maybe saying, you greedy little girls. Here's the thing. When we launched it, 20 classes. 20 classes only. And now. So many. 
90. Yeah, because the college gets everything. We have the digital downloads. We have the Baker's Business Basics now. We have the Cookie College, and we're working on something else. That is a lot of value. I actually went through every Cookie College class today and organized the name so you can easily search which one comes from which membership because the college gets all the memberships. But I will say, I will say, it is worth it. And I'm biased. I'm 100% biased. But I wouldn't put my name next to something I didn't think wasn't worth it. From the just the pure testimonies that come from the Cookie College, it does work, which is always something you're like, hold your breath when you when you yeah. put something new out there. But now we've had tried and true tested. Yeah, I knew it worked because this is what we do in our day job. But would people take the classes and implement it? The amount of people have taught Cookie classes this month alone. <laughs> One thing I want to say, like Corey and I have said all year, Christmas time Cookie classes are very easy to fill. That's why we say it's a license to print money. However. If you've tasted of the sweet nectar of Christmas cookie classes, brace your buns because January is not the same. January isn't because a lot of people have, one, spent a ton of money on Christmas. Yes. Also, you have the comparison of how easy Christmas classes were. You will have to work. You will have to use marketing to fill January seats. You will. And there is marketing that works. because I'll say because the target audience shifts. The target audience in Christmas is grandma's in town. We want something fun to do to create memories. January is the shift toward a mom who wants to get away from her kids, somebody who may want to do this as a side hustle or hobby. No grandmas. Grandmas who are retired, but you got to find them. Yeah. Because they're not on the computer. That is true. Right. So you got to kind of change that target. So you may feel defeated. Don't. Marketing. It works. You've got to do be a little bit more strategic, which is why building up your email list in, you know, what make hay when the sun's are shining? The that sun is hay. shining and the yeah. hay is taking classes. Because... Then right around the corner is Valentine's, and that is a huge holiday specifically for classes and for pre-sales and things like that. Corey and I tried Valentine's Day class in January, end of January. We thought we could get two Valentine's Day classes yeah. by doing end of January, mid Did we like that? I didn't. No, yeah. they didn't. Nobody did. So now we're going back to snow. Yeah. Snow theme. And then winter back. theme. Yeah. I feel like February 14th only hits on February 1st. It really does. I think you, I mean, they're starting, I will say, Home Goods is already I know, putting but out. Home Goods is wild. Put Follow Wegman's step. When Wegman's changes the front yeah, to true. Valentine's Day, that's, that's when you can let your heart fly. <laughs> <laughs> so, but now you kind of be thinking about sourcing the cookie cutters. Yes, Leisurely. to get them in in time. I will say most cutter shops are not, like, they have, like, extremely long delivery time. Like, if you wanted a Christmas cutter... Last second, you are not getting that. No. <laughs> it's not gonna come. <laughs> yeah. I had to, to add to cart yesterday. I like to just add things to cart so I can think about them. That's a I strategy. had to type in that in the description. Yes, I understand. This is not going to get <gasps> wow. to me in a month. Yeah, I accident. I clicked on a cutter shop. I think you had mentioned JH Cookie Co. So mm-hmm. I put in the newsletter and I clicked on it, and it says at the bo- top a banner: five to seven days processing. Time. Yeah. So keep that in mind. I would say right right now it's probably the end of cookie cutters for Christmas. Unless you're I'm just saying if yourself. you're like, you know, Hail Mary, I need, need a football real quick or something, <laughs> they are not going to get it to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think you're done with that. Maybe find somebody local who prints. Yeah. That could be a thing. But then I'd say wait till after Christmas and shop the sales if you wanted to get. But I always say if you already have a bunch of Christmas cookie cutters, maybe Maria's on. <laughs> you know what we should have done an unboxing of like one i thought you were gonna buy me that thing we mentioned on the podcast which is the advent calendar for bakers like no, for cookers. no you didn't never gonna buy that you did not buy it for nope, me but i saw the price <laughs> nope <laughs> i'm worth it it's like 100 bucks okay you needed to breathe the call me go okay <laughs> 
<laughs> Next year I'll do it. It's hard when somebody – I was telling Gams this. When somebody starts a new hobby, it's very easy to gift them things. But when they're knee-deep in the hobby, then you know for sure you're buying something they already have. Not with an advent calendar. I don't know. Like I just we, went, I just on TikTok watch everyone's weird advent calendars. Oh, so I something with that. Did you see the Dior one? Yeah. Yeah. It was a candle top in one of them. Well, no, it was. I, th- I think she, it was made of the box was huge. It was three thousand five hundred. Yeah, one yeah. of was a candle, and the next day was the top to the candle. Oh. So they were like, "Oh no, where is it? Come on, mm-hmm. I know." Yeah, 3, but I was watching it like it was my own. Oh yeah, little advent calendar. I think because it hits that reward system of the brain, you just don't know what you're gonna get. <sighs> yeah, you're gonna get something. Yeah, if I got someone had a William Sonoma one, which is <gasps> known for Sonoma? and three of them were <laughs> snowflake cookie cutters, but like they were all made. But one was super tiny. He was so upset. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. The advent is like a hit or miss. I know, but I think you could. I think all the advents are about to go on super sale right now because we're like past the twelve days. So moving forward, I have two classes to add to the main group. I got to work on that, and then Courtney are going to sit down and come up with the. What do you call them when we all get together and do some challenge collab? Collab. (laughs) We're going to do a fun January collab. And Jan. You don't like it, Virginia? Well, we haven't talked about it. Yet. I don't know what's coming. I was thinking Jan after the Christmas rush. Nice. Um, and to really boost off your, your one, you're getting more people following your social media accounts this month because they're discovering you. Mm. Um, so I want to do our January collab as a Meet the Baker post, but you will be hey, in the photo, right. my friends. That's it. Does well. Humans yeah. love humans, and I know you might be uncomfortable sitting in front of the camera. Same. I like to be behind it. But here's the thing: people buy from those they know, like and trust. So you got to let them get it's to know like you. Almost like we did a podcast. Almost. I know. <laughs> so that is what the January collab is. So start thinking about what you want your setup to be. It does. You do not need to hire a photographer. You could do a selfie at the end of the day. You know, at the end of the day, it's it is you, and that's what we want to put in front of people. Yeah. So. I love it when people come to the group and they're like, I hate that I posted a selfie and it's my highest performing post ever, but it it is. is. So I feel like we need to do a Meet the Baker post in January is a great time to really get in front of our audience and do that. It really, it really is a great time. So look for that in the group. Heather will create an event. Um, We're going to build out the whole calendar year of collabs. You know, every other month or something. Right. So we can get ahead of schedule. Okay. I have to look ahead of schedule. Oh, wait. Someone did. Someone had suggested this one. And Uh I'm saying it here now so I don't forget. Because they had DM'd it on Instagram to us. They wanted to do your favorite thing. So the baker does your favorite thing set. Oh, that's genius. And you get to get to know them. Genius. By showing them what is your favorite and thing. And two, one, you can show your talent. Yeah. Two, people are nosy. I am. And I would like to know your favorite things. Yeah. And so three, you get to do your favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. So you, if you have your, your dog, you can make a cookie for that. So if I do you do set, one or do you like a set? You do a set. So <gasps> a lot so of people fun. do the roundhouse silhouette for it. So oh, you that's do a great silhouette idea. of a dog or whatever. What are you going to do? Have you had to pick four things right now? Dog. Dog. My kid. Oh, they're going to say your cat. Why the dog my get in cat. front of the kid? They're both children. <laughs> um, movie, my last one. I feel like I'm just choosing everyone I live with. <laughs> okay, then pick an object. Oh, my car. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, my call, we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm Buy your cell phone. You're in the world. Yeah. I might put. Lake Ridge, where I live. Oh, you like that? That'd Lake Ridge. be a good oh, that'd one. That'd be a cute yeah. one. Yeah, and people would know, oh, she's a baker from Lake That's Ridge. That's a good one. Okay, well, we'll build out the well, calendar yeah. and then I'll add it. So I think those two will be very fun. Okay, that's a good one. 
Okay. Oh, we actually got an email question. Can you talk while I pull it up? I thought this was a solid question. If you don't know what a collab is, it's where a bunch of bakers come together and they actually choose a topic or subject that they all post on on the same day. So in the past years, what we've done, we did a gift for your favorite people in your life last year. So last December, everyone baked some cookies and you gave it to someone you truly, that means something to you in your life, whether you know, it be a student, a customer, um, you know, someone you come in contact with, like your postal service person and things like that. Me and Heather ended up giving a bunch to the restaurant we love to eat at. So that's what a collab is. And you'll see how the collabs go um, as we post them throughout the year. But you can always look back in the events and see the past ones and how it works. Yeah, we're a lot of fun. Okay, now let's go to the part of the podcast where you can call, text, or email in. Let's do some emails this week. Oh, okay. To email in your question, you can email it at hello at sugarcookiemarketing.com. Text is 571 556. Five, 5644. Four. I can't believe you memorized wow. it. Can you grab that phone on your way out and upgrade it? Okay, I got to confess. Don't leave your Android, Sony. Are these Samsung? Oh, Samsung phones charging. <gasps> yeah, that was a As, nice one, you big old thing. How am I supposed to know that their batteries inflate? Who well, in the world? You can't charge a I phone? I am charging this guy all the time. Because you're using it, because you're constantly draining it. They have to be drained. Well, she exploded the phone. The phone got puff, puffy. It got big. <laughs> That was so crazy. That phone was so expensive. Okay, now one, it's four model. Expired. Yeah, you know what? I forgot. What do you want me to I do? thought it was you the want me one to stare at it? You could have used it. Yeah, I don't like that one. I don't yeah. like how it always Okay, well, now it's puffy. <laughs> okay, so so Gory needs to get that phone updated. But uh, here is Miss Gilbert. She emailed this in. Thank you so much for all your wisdom and tips you shared through the Facebook group in this podcast. I'm a newish baker business owner, and I apologize in advance if you answered this question in another podcast. I'm only on episode 15 right now, but I wanted to know a bit about developing my brand voice and my customer avatar. It's important to me that my brand voice is authentic. I've had issues with self-esteem, and I'm finally at a place where I'm happy with who I am, and I want my bright, bubbly, sometimes serious, personality to shine throughout my marketing and real-life interactions with customers. My current repeat clientele consists of mostly local moms, family, and church friends. I think my ultimate vision includes one day being a, drum roll please, celebrity baker. Dreaming big, I know. How to approach my marketing since these are two seemingly very different clientele, unless they're celebrity moms, LOL. Sincerely, let's go right. So, great question. Brand voice, customer avatar, basically what she's saying. You can kind of think about it through your marketing. So let's pretend... Uh, you're th- let's say you go to therapy, right? And you have a therapist office. Okay. So let's pretend the therapist office has a newsletter. Okay. Unlikely that the therapist newsletter is going to hit you like the Real Housewives of Orange County, right? Yeah. Those would be two kind of conflicting brand voices. You don't want drama kind of like, yeah. oh, my God, can you believe? Uh? And like titles that just set you off. Clickbait. You'll never you guess. Yeah. yeah. So when we think of a kind of a therapist office brand voice, we want to think about centering and Calming. calm and processing and emotions and being feeling and understanding. Real Housewives of Orange County wants clickbait drama. You'll never guess what Stacey said to Susie. So when you when her, what the question is, is you don't want a conflicting brand voice against who you are as a person and who your brand is. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes, you, you, you know, You'll have Corey and I. I don't think are like happy homemaker vibes. I am a happy. I don't get the vibe. I mean, we're happy, just not like that. You I know. don't cook. Yeah, right. But there, you see those people on TikTok who have this brand, whether it's them or not, we don't know. Uh-huh. 
beautiful kitchens. Uh-huh. They're wearing florally flowing dresses they while are, they're cooking. Yeah, they have done their hair. <laughs> They've done their hair. They've washed their face. They and they put on leg. <laughs> Not too fast <laughs> to cut off their leg. So what you kind of want to do is you want to be authentic. People can recognize, unless you're a really great actor or actress, when you're not being authentic. Mm-hmm. So you need your brand voice to match your authenticity and you need it to relate to who you are as a person because we don't want to seem fake. Yeah. Fake, it, it creates a feeling of distress. So she's saying, I've got two different things, bright, bubbly, and more serious, but I also want to be a celebrity breaker. What what do? I would say the more, well, let me see. You look like you're- No, I want to see what you say and see if it lines up with what I was saying. I would say you can your celebrity baker personality can be bright, bubbly, and sometimes serious. I would keep those pretty aligned in my book. But why does it sound like she says I know. they're not aligned? I'm curious. She's thinking, my ultimate vision includes one day being a celebrity baker. Dreaming big, I know. How do I approach marketing since these are two seemingly very different target audiences, clientele? It is different target audiences. So what I would suggest is keeping your page very local, very small to where you can actually do your work and actually make money. And then eventually you can turn your personal profile into a digital That creator. is a great, great point. I would say if she's going to create the celebrity personality, start on Instagram or TikTok. Yeah, and really make that. And then, you know, you can have more than one account on Instagram. Yep. So you can cross post there. You can just make that content. But you could be the, the focus of your you know, branding, it is a little bit more work because you're making two different types of it content. It is. However, your target audience will different, be very yeah. different. Mm-hmm. So you could create that content and then kind of tell people, you know, are you local? Order from me or come take my class over at and then tag your local brand. Yeah, because I have my my Mixing Bowl Cookie Company Instagram account and then we have the Sugar Cookie Marketing Instagram. Mm. It would be weird for me to post locals right <laughs> but what you do is say <laughs> on sugar cookie marketing you say my mixing bowl cookie company here's a strategy i'm trying with marketing mm-hmm. then on the mixing bowl cookie company you kind of here's what you, how i'm here's what your package is going to look like when you pick it up right. way out. <laughs> and then the interesting thing yesterday we have sugar cookie classes so keep in mind now we got three brands we're running but there's two of us so uh-huh. we can do it but we had somebody cancel the cookie class that is this sun- this Saturday. Mm-hmm. So Corey used Mixing Bowl Cookie Company to push people to the brand sugar cookie classes where we sold the ticket in like 20 minutes. Yeah. So they can work. Yes. You know, so I use some Mixing Bowl Cookie Company content for sugar cookie marketing as in a branding way. Yeah. And then we cross post. So you can make a meld, but to, for me to go to the sugar cookie marketing page and say, hey, locals, come and chop my pop-up, it's, it's not there. Could you imagine the website that's trying to sell the cookie college as also local cookie classes, also coal cookies yeah, for We're going to confuse our audience and they're going to fall yeah. off. So at the end of the day... There is a case for both keeping your marketing simple and small, but there's also the case for keeping your marketing diverse so you can separate your clientele. What you can also do is down the road, split them out. And I know a little bit of footwork, a little bit of strategy there, but it wouldn't be the first time and it won't be the last time I've seen that strategy. Um, At the end of the day, ask yourself how much time you have. I'd rather something posted than nothing at all. Yeah. But so, then what's your goals? Are you, your goals. do you need to make the money with your baking business or do you have the long con where you can become that personality and get noticed by brand? That's a very good point. It's, it's a very interesting question. Um, I think that was all we had for, do you want me to pick, pull up? There's a 50, 50 shot. There's nothing in the text. That would be sad. <laughs> Let me figure it out. 
What was your favorite collab that we did last year? Wow, there what was so your favorite many collab that we, okay, we did? Okay, we did the Susan Reed collab, <laughs> and that was a blast. If you don't know who Susan Reed is, she she'll find you. Bakers. She'll let you know. <laughs> um, so look out for that name if it ends up in your email. She is a scammer, but we actually made Susan Reed famous so more bakers would know about her and be aware of the scam. And she always asked for the same thing, which is blue hearts with white detailing. And so many people made oh, so blue funny. hearts. You ended up making the check. She writes. I made the, the scam check. check. <laughs> Okay, I got a good question texts in and specifically for you. Whoa. I know. I'm, Corey, I'm what is it like being Heather's twin? Are you <laughs> <laughs> but it is specifically for you. Hi, twins. I'm Christina, one of the many uh, from Texas. Hello, my question is specific to Corey. You're a 100% refund. What are the limitations to this refund, if any? I've always been happy to refund when I messed up, full or partial, depending on the issue, and even when it's not requested. And normally I kick myself for my mistake. Well... Recently, a refund was requested of me, and at the time, I was already emotional, so I responded emotionally with Corey in my head saying 100% refund just to get rid of them. So I did. In hindsight, I think that if I had not been emotional and if I had waited, like you would have said, but I was in the throes of a pity party, so I didn't wait, I should have asked some questions, and possibly a full refund wasn't actually warranted. So as much as I like the idea of the blanket 100% refund, I'm just not sure it fits 100% of the time. In this case, it was two pies, and the refund was requested two days after pickup. So there's no telling how them pies were stored in the two days. So I'm just looking for some guidance, suggestions. What kind of boundaries do you have? Or what would you consider acceptable for a 100% refund? Thank you, and yeehaw. Yeehaw. <laughs> what I think when it comes to that is if you sometimes... If you knew that you didn't maybe explain how to store the pies, and I don't know the whole story there, um, you can feel a little guilt on your end. Like maybe I didn't stress enough that the pies can't be stored, you know, outside in the baking heat. Um, so then you feel a little bit that you didn't do your part and then a refund would be warranted um, if you didn't cover those those issues. So I make sure when someone orders, like, here's how you store your cookies. Here's what happens if you refrigerate the cookies instead of freeze them in that way. But I do... I do stand by the 100% refund. You know, if they, if they're like the color was a little off and I'm like, but I thought we were right on the color, I'm going to refund. Um, it's going to leave a sweet taste in their mouth. And that's my goal as a cookie baker. Um, and it's not worth the potential sales that I would lose. Um, but I know you can't always control your emotion. Mm. Uh, I definitely look at my cookies as cookies and not necessarily like as a part of me. <laughs> so it's They're easy a part of my me. belly. <laughs> It's easy for me to be like, okay, this is a business. Let's try to get to there. But if I felt like I would have covered everything, like, ma'am, I see that you read the email where it said, you know, yeah. do not put them in the fridge and you put them in the fridge, maybe I wouldn't jump to that conclusion, but it just depends. And I know it's not for everyone to refund all the time, but, you know, I, it's really worked well for me. And guess how many times I've had to refund? Once. And that's because I forgot her order. Okay. <laughs> I think about it this way. Focus on, listen to what Corey said at the beginning of the podcast. Her word of the year, end of last year, is stresslessness. It is stressful to combat somebody on a fight for a refund. That introduced... Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that introduces a lot of angst for both sides. So you may be of the person who's like, well, it's it's a battle I'm willing to fight. Corey's cortisol level says it's not one she's willing to fight. So while this may be right for Corey and her business and you feel like, hey, I don't think it's necessarily right for me, we're just giving you the tools to make that decision on mm -hmm. your end. Now, I do kind of side with Corey. I do offer refunds most of the time. You know, I'm talking about digital marketing services, so it's a little bit different. But to get rid of that angst, to just end up having a really good day uh, at the cost of a little bit of money. I, I had somebody in the college and they were like, yeah, this, this is outrageous. This person has texted me they, roughly 50 times. 
And I was like, you know, just it's just probably refund them and walk away. Enjoy your weekend. Yeah. How much is the cost of your weekend worth? At 50 texts, you would have lost me about 25 texts ago. You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So kind of consider that when making that decision. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it comes to did they blame you for something? We don't know this whole story, yeah. so I'm kind of just like – Pulling out of the air, like, was it something they blamed you for the cakes? Were the cakes dry? Who knows? Um, I think if you put the long-term perspective of business growth on there, you're going to air towards 100% refund, no questions asked. It is also a conversion uh, factor when you go to a website and it says uh, free refunds, free returns, uh, returns up to 60, 90 days. That is going to give people that trust factor to make that purchase. So it is, it does help with your conversion rate, which is people making the purchase. So you know, whether or not you say, well, 100% refund, I'm not sure. Corey's, if she does operate off of 100% refund, can then tell people that and give them that trust I factor. Time. I said, if you're not happy for whatever reason, you get to keep the cookies in your cash. Oh, that's Keep that's the cookies sexy, in right your cash. Cashy and <laughs> uh, Yeah, so kind of make the decision that's best for your business. Um, but also think of you yourself in terms of a buyer. Uh, I, I went on a Ann Taylor Loft, Blue and Gray spending spurge and i bought something i didn't really like imagine if ann taylor loft said uh, did you click the button uh did you order it did we ship it to you okay well we're not going to and then you see that with uh returns these days where they say if you ship this back we're going to take out shipping costs uh, and we're going to make you pay for that and it creates a less savory purchasing experience but i see a lot of people are like i you know just for the sake of argument people say you know i i don't want to make cookies just for them to be like yeah this isn't exactly what i, I thought it would be show me what i don't like bake yeah. for me what i don't want uh-huh. <laughs> yeah so there's a there is a line there yeah, you got to think about it you got to be intentional uh, fedex has jumped in on a program where you, they call it no label no no box okay. uh, policy meaning that you can return something now and they will box it for you and you don't need a label really? kind of the experience that you get at kohl's with Amazon. Oh, yeah, you can take it makes something it extremely hanging, like if you have like lights that are straight. <laughs> I find just... myself preferring to purchase from Amazon for the refund policy being so do I re- return a lot? No. no. <laughs> I don't. But I like the right, option. The option too. I like to know that my purchase is protected in the event, the rare one, that I don't like what I got. Yeah. So, that's always an interesting aspect of it. And I will say just a little bit if you if you have a vetting process a little bit, like, you know, mm. this this person asked these questions that usually doesn't higher pricing end well. Is awesome. um, high, higher prices will weed out people who are looking for, like, instant refunds, you know, yeah. that kind of gratification. Um, making sure that your, your email to them that has the information with what they need, like, to store, to keep, and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're tight on your end. Like, oh, I referenced back to, you know, your cookie care kit and things like that. Very good. I can kind of sniff when somebody's going to be kind of a little difficult. Yeah. Usually when they try to bend the current rules you have in place, the mm-hmm. current policy. So mm-hmm. uh, we had, you know, that class I mentioned had a cancellation. So I, you know, opened up the ticket again and someone said, well, I would like to purchase two. The policy says there's only one seat left. Mm-hmm. But you can kind of see, okay, if this person's willing to bend kind of the just a number of seats there are, what are the odds that they'll likely be upset or try to bend something else? And then you can kind of say, so I said, hey, actually, we only have one ticket, but you can get a take-home kit for the kiddos um, and then never purchased. So that was kind of a good way to weed out what, of course, probably the person was fine. But before you bend your policies, think about what the implications are long-term. Not that you bend your policies, but spitball. Great question, though. I really do like it. Could spend a lot of time there. Could, could. 
But I did. Oh, you know what? I had a podcast. Do you mind if I pull it up? Yeah, sure. I had a couple because I've just been yeah, interested. I've just been so inquisitive. I know, I know. Because I think as stewards of a group of 37,000 yeah. data points. You caused some drama this past Yeah, July. let's talk about that. I have that pulled up. So uh, everyone always asks. Everyone asks this question. It's kind of a dangerous question in a way if you don't have enough uh context yeah. but what is your price per dozen okay that's a broad question but so often in the group this sugar cookie marketing group is what do you price is that yeah what, I, hey what would you charge for this don't is know. yeah because uh we got different locations different the cost of butter is crazy so yeah. who knows that's a dangerous you know, question though butter last week 729 this week on sale for 499 you know what i just got a graph from uh because the consumer, this consumer price index for the, they thought it was going to 7.3% inflation, came in at 7.1, oh. turning around. Butter is getting cheap. <laughs> so anyways, I asked the group unknowingly to them that I was going to find the average. What was your average of a simple set, your 12, 12 yeah. simple set? No context, no context, no, yeah. No where they're That's from or anything. That's all it was. And the price after one, uh, one hour and I think um, 200 data points we had the price come back at, hold on, hold on. Oh, last year I had done this. So last year the price per simple dozen was $41.08. Wait, say that one more time. $41.08. This was wow. August 2021. So it's been over a year ago that we first took this okay. poll. And then I asked it again this year. The average price per dozen rose from what I just said to Forty-seven seventy-three per simple dozen. Okay, interesting. Now there could be many reasons why. A lot of people said, "Well, I've learned to charge my worth." The cost of butter has <laughs> increased. Inflation. Uh, just knowing your numbers is a lot of things yeah. that cause a price. Speculation. And a lot collect. of people. I got better at it. True. True. Uh, and then someone said, "Can you ask in the college what their prices per dozen are?" Keep in mind the college doesn't have thirty-seven thousand people in it, but for the people that answered in twenty-four hours. The price was a dollar and a quarter higher than the main group, so that price per dozen was forty eight ninety eight. Interesting, interesting. But that was not my podcast poll. That's just an interesting assessment of the current market. Let me see. Let me see. Posted by me. Posted by most recent podcast poll. My podcast poll was uh, unfortunately I said which twin do you identify with? <laughs> that was <laughs> <So>. Corey. <laughs> Where is this stupid question? I said it, if you've raised your prices or not this year. Because I wanted to see. I think a lot of people. 98% of people increased their pricing this year. Um, okay, so here's the thing. Podcast poll. What do you charge? Okay, here's another one I took. Because a lot of people ask about unriced vanilla sugar cookies, and they only ask it they at Christmas do, time. They do. They said, what do you charge it. per dozen for for unriced vanilla sugar cookies? And the average size, I said, being 3.5 inches. The average price per dozen is between $21 and $25, voted by 36% of the audience. That's 267 votes entirely. So 36%. more. What? I think I have to charge more for that. How much do you think you would charge for the unice sugar cookies? All you did is Are we including icing in that? No. Or, no, it's uh, just, no, the, just the cookie. I mean, I have to sit down and see what it is. Okay, I'm never going to find my podcast poll because I would scheduled it You can it do out. it next week since you've already done two polls right now. I love the polls. I love the polls. Here it is. 
Okay, podcast poll. We had 688 votes. This year, my price per dozen, option one, has increased. That's inflation, baby. Option two has stayed the same. I cut costs elsewhere. Option three has decreased. People just aren't buying like they used to. Option four, it isn't there yet. I'm doing this as a hobby, and I don't charge. The breakdown is increased 94% of poll voters increased, uh, has stayed the same, was 4%, has decreased is 1%, and are not charging it is 1%. Wow. Crazy. What are your thoughts? Uh, I think you had to increase your price just for inflation. A lot of the comments said, hey, I also charge my worth. So we have multiple data points that point towards increasing your prices. Yeah. It's fine. You got to cover your costs and you got to charge your you time do. value. You do. So it's very interesting. I enjoy the podcast well. I enjoy them too when you can find them swiftly. I guess you're not hurrying. I get it. Slow. Wow. <laughs> oh. Okay. What else do we talk about? Do you have a 20? rest are you talking that in front of the podcast i mean the sponsors oh i didn't know you just you just look okay here's my twin twist i'm starting a book okay the molecule of more which focuses on dopamine okay why we continue to do more but we're not satisfied because dopamine is not satiating the dopamine molecule makes you want to do more and then it makes you want to get more and more and more is that what i always say chasing chasing uh, yeah so you're literally chasing a high in your brain the dopamine molecule uh and the kind of the book on that really explains a lot of the actions while why you see some bakers kind of just like yeah i'm going to teach classes and then i'm going to teach five classes and then i'm going to teach 10 classes they have a higher dopamine release than someone who said yeah i taught a class pretty good maybe i'll do it again later maybe i won't and they have more of a serotonin the here and now chemical so here and now says i'm happy with everything as it is don't change it dopamine says everything's cool but what if i went somewhere else and got something different more and interesting and so interesting it is very i love to see which one you identify with the most when you're done with this book i'm done with the book i thought you just said i started to read a book and i finished it because it was good <laughs> i listened to it in the shower i took for an hour what do you think that you identify with more I think I have more dopamine than you. Yeah, I like to not go on motorcycles and stuff. Right. But there's dopamine is the same chemical, but piped through different parts of your brain, you get two effects of it. You get long-term dopamine, which is like, I'm going to work towards saving to something I want to buy. And short-term dopamine, it's like, new restaurant, let's go try to this. What are you doing this weekend? I'm out. I'm going to travel. I think I have long-term dopamine. I think I, I have think more I dopamine have than you. I think I have serotonin. Like, let's go to the Garden. I'll order the same thing I've yeah, ordered. Yeah, so Corey doesn't like new restaurants at all. But sometimes you'll go if I make it because I guarantee you you'll yes. like something. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that I don't have high, extremely high levels of dopamine. I just have more than you do. I have extremely low. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Corey loves to – like I think you could sit and watch Netflix for hours. Yeah. Like, like I think you don't get out one. of bed sometimes. Yeah, me putting the TV in my bedroom, bad idea. <laughs> I don't need to watch. <laughs> never saw Corey again. <laughs> yeah. but, At least when I was downstairs, I had to walk down the stairs. I think somebody with maybe higher levels of dopamine couldn't sit I agree. the whole day. Yeah. I don't really love to go do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really love anything. So your brain tells you, hey, don't move. This is great. Everything you've got right now, good to go. Yeah. And I like I like the norm. I like going to the same places. Yeah. That's exactly what, what the lower dopamine. Um, what am I missing out on? What could I get dopamine from? We need dopamine from a lot of things. You wanted would, me to jump out of an airplane. I wasn't excited about it. And I've jumped five times. I think there's, I that's a great example. However, I would say that I jumped five times because five different people asked me to. So I don't think I led that. 
I just didn't say no. But you didn't say no. Whereas right. I think I'd be like, you would be like, nah, nah. let's go to Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> let's jump into a bowl of salad. <laughs> Endless. Endless. <laughs> let's see how far we can fly <laughs> with the headsticks. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you have for Twitters? Well, did you send that email I asked you to send? Yeah. Cute. I sent it to you. Cookie kits. You said that? I said, Corey, please save this email so I don't have to get asked by you anymore. It's every file type you've ever needed. Did for you send logo. it to her, though? Both of you. Oh, okay. please check your email. Cute get some kit. dopamine and open it. You know what? <laughs> I like that. Fear of the unknown. Cute kids was in the Vendy Blondie. She was in the Vendy Blondie. But she was also in my comment section on Instagram. And she said, honey, Bo Bunny, did you know that I make custom cello bags? Cello, oh, no way. So cellophane bags that you package your cookies in, oh. she can print on them. Oh, so she cool. said, I said, let me try this out. So we'll I, see. I was so curious. Yeah, so it's not everything she needs. She, she wanted the did. AI file, so she was like, I know. I, I was like, she's asking for things. <laughs> Here you go, buddy. Sorry, there's no layered labels. <laughs> so we'll see how that works. I'm excited to try it. I ordered Did you her. see what she also said? No. In the email? Can uh-uh. you open your email? No. <laughs> I don't even she know said, what you're talking I, about. I, she said, I laugh hysterically that you guys bought the Milton tray but won't print it out. So I'm printing it for you. Oh! <laughs> she said, I can't believe you're letting Eddie just <laughs> I said, I don't know. I have more of you to use than reading the instructions from the Etsy download or watching Eddie destroy <laughs> That's funny because she sends, if you have an Eddie, she sells it printed out. So Heather's like, there's miss. some uh, trays that these third-party sellers sell that fit that make Eddie work better. Yeah, make it work better so you can print on M and M's, macarons, the sassy tray. Yes, it works with the feed dish turning thing. Oh, so you they work together and they're small. I was they're ninety bucks, but I mean I think everyone's like, yeah, uh, it's ninety dollars in cookies or ninety dollars in sassy trays. Oh, interesting. So, but you'd have to get that little ring that you left here. Yeah, I'll have to grab them. Great, I'm trying to get rid of it. So please. <laughs> And then the Milton tray works off the tongue thing. Yeah, that Eddie has a tongue. <laughs> he has a tongue. <laughs> so the Milton tray fits on that, and it helps Eddie better understand the cookie's placement. And you understand. better understand where the cookie needs to yes. be placed. Because like Eddie is great, but he doesn't have eyes, just a tongue. <laughs> yeah. So. so sometimes if I'm just trying to balance it on his little tongue, Corey thing, and I made this rinky dink. We did. Hey, Milton. but we were we were ahead of Milton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were. Yeah, we knew we were a makeshift middle tray. There's <laughs> a lot of tape, a lot of cardboard. <laughs> so that's what cute cookie kids said they said. And I said, LOL. Yeah, we, will, we shall test and see how these bags I've been look. digging your content Thanks. on the sugar cookie marketing. Yeah, everything reels. that I bought. <laughs> yeah. It's also conventional. <laughs> and sometimes I throw in a little toil every now and again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone says you sound like Dory. I know. The exploring. Yeah. I, when I film it, I first say, like, hey, this is Corey. This is what you need to do. And I'm like, <clears throat> hey, this is Corey. <laughs> just keeps coming. Just keeps coming. <laughs> but let's jump into our sponsor. Speaking of Eduardo, Eddie is a direct-to-food printer. He looks exactly like a printer Eddie's having does. a meetup. Yeah. They are having a meetup. Like but a little I, Eddie convention. I want to say, dare I say, I was on Karen's Live, who is a Karen teacher. Pr- okay, I saw Karen's post in the Eddie group. Yeah, did you she see printed it? on those yes. icing things. Yeah. And I think that's a third-party seller, too, that helps you be able to print on the icing. I mean, the transfers. I don't know. I Karen just saw her print. There, there's a lady named Karen. Karen's custom cookies on TikTok. She goes live 24-7. The lady's never not 
living on TikTok. She's but, vibing and live. Yeah, but that's she is Eastern Shore, Maryland. Oh, and neat. yeah, she is one of the first Eddie owners. So if you were oh, curious, she she pushes Eddie far beyond. But she's teaching and she's teaching there. But I dare I want to say that maybe they sold out with their first round of tickets and they were trying to get a few more so they oh, could have been sold crazy. out. Crazy. But the Eddie meetup is free and it's I'm going to say Minnesota, Minneapolis. That's Minnesota. Minnesota. Wherever they are. And that's where Eddie is based out of Primera. Uh, so it's just going to e- be easy for them. But you can come. You can learn. Karen's teaching. <laughs> I act like I know Karen. Karen doesn't know me. <laughs> Hi, Karen. I just sit on like you. <laughs> But you can learn from Karen. The what Karen does with the Eddie transfers, she prints on the tiniest thing. It's crazy. It's, it's insane. It's on the post. Yeah, I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. So if you want to, they have I'm teachers. Sure, yeah. From a ton of teachers they're bringing in. So I would, I, if you have the time and the funds to go there, go. Uh, they're not streaming it live from what I understand. I know. FOMO. Get them. And look, I've sold out of tickets. Yeah, so but it's free. If you can get yourself there, it's free. They even had a, and they may have sold out, but they had a room block discount for the hotel. That's being oh, taught they did. So, yeah, so we'll have to see if they, they it's in January. Yeah, it's crazy. They yeah, do like one month. They're like, get your butt. <laughs> to go on. But yeah, you can learn more about Eddie. I'd suggest joining their Facebook group. Uh, Eddie Printer Users Group, TM now. Trademark. Yeah, trademark. Crazy. Um, but you can join that and you can see the cool things people are doing, what people are doing to troubleshoot things. Um, but it, it's pretty fascinating. What people are doing to put – this lady posted yesterday in the Eddie Group, just hit my feed, but she took like – it almost looked like typewriter Merry Christmas. I think she bought it from an Etsy yeah. shop. And she printed it on a tree. Oh, I saw that. And she they, did, they shared it to their Instagram. So if you want to see it. It's disgustingly cute. And that specific – Merry Christmas. You can buy it in a airbrush stencil. But that one was very clean. It was very clean. It looked great. And it will cut down your stenciling. You don't have to clean your airbrush. (laughs) It doesn't clog. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, next up, we have the sponsor of AE Core Backers. AE Core uh, has been a ride or die with sugar cookie marketing. I think you found her on Instagram back when you both kind of got started. <laughs> now, uh, they sell backdrops for photography. If 2023, if your year was photography, yeah. that was your word of the year, I would say start with AE Core. It is, it is, is it a necessity? I think it's just going to make your life so much easier. It will make your stuff look so much professional. It'll so make much your photos so much more professional. <laughs> Not your, so much. not your words. Not your words. It'll make your photos more professional. It'll make just taking photos in general easier. Um, it'll give you a clean surface so you can really pop out on news feeds and things like that and really stand out to your audience. Um, you guys sold – you guys did her yeah. good on the Vendu Blendy. She sold 25% more than she did the year prior. Oh, and the year great. prior, she sold a bunch. Yeah. Which so, you guys sell on product. You got to sell on product kind of sells itself. You add a discount code and you're going to sell out. Yeah. So she, they did They did great. I always buy the 23 by 23. If you were maybe a caker or you didn't want to take so much flat lay and do, you know, not flat lay, you could get the two boards in the L brackets that actually hold the boards up. Mm. Uh, if you're just starting out or if you like the things that I kind of do, I like to take, you know, just flat lay photos. So I only need one for each time. Um, but I love them. If you see in a photo of mine, it's on it. What's the discount code? Sugar cookie, not plural. Great. And that will save you 20% at checkout. Nice. And they ship very fast. So if you are listening to this and you might have forgotten about your baker There's for no Christmas. There's no way she can be. I don't know. She Christmas can, is like, Corey literally said Christmas is in three weeks. And I said it's in 11 days. <laughs> 
And she said, darn it, I had so many plans. <laughs> I did have so many Don't worry, we'll go to Olive Garden. <laughs> okay, <laughs> And last but not least is my favorite meringue powder, which is called Royal Batch. If you are a fan of using meringue powder in your royal icing cookies, this is the one that you need to add to your list. Why? It's because it is so easy to use, silky smooth. What I have been doing, it has gotten colder in Northern Virginia. And with that, humidity has gone down. Now I've taken a tablespoon of MP out of my icing to give me more time before it crusts over. MP stands for meringue powder if you're not baking twins out there. Meringue powder. Yeah, so then I get a little bit more time. Still, the Why do people hate satin from Michael's? Different meringue powders do different things. They can crust really fast. Is that for actually the meringue? That little plops of, it looks like a Yeah, you can actually, yeah. You can sometimes add meringue powder to buttercream to make it a crusting buttercream. Ah. But it still can't really stack. Why do people hate the satin one? It's because I think it crusts so fast. Oh. Yeah. So what would you use it for? Those little top little looks look you could like use a them for dollops. People would use them for cookies. I would just say if you want that, just add less than the meringue powder so it doesn't crust as fast. It's up to you. It's up okay. to you. But people are going to find preferences. There's a ton of brands out there. I have really jived with Royal Batch when we found her. She reached out to us and I said, we don't sell something unless we love it. So I have to try it. And then I was, I've been hooked ever since. It was her ploy and it worked. <laughs> Eddie sold out of the new magenta cartridge because they said so many people wanted it and they have a little bit of a supply chain issue. So join the group. But it says, I think a lot of people are getting Eddie's for Christmas. This is so random. I was just talking about Royal Batch and you were literally I was thinking of, because I was like, because you were like, we only sell products we love. And I was like, do you love Eddie? I do. And then I was like, oh, Eddie. Oh, yeah, they just made that announcement. The magenta, because they got a punchier red. It's a punchier red. I didn't think the other one wasn't punchy, but what do this I This one know? must be a double punch. If you want to see what Eddie prints on when it's not white. It's a rad red. Icing, I have a uh, reel I just made of it printing on orange. <laughs> Can like I tell? One, you said that in the last podcast. But Corey and I had a class last Saturday, and then we got greedy, and we have a class this Saturday. But last Saturday, okay, it's got Santa hat, so it needs to be red, and she makes this bucket of pink. And I was like, <laughs> that looks very pink and she's like it just doesn't develop and i said well it looks like santa's you know a girl listen grab and then two different reds. she grabbed this red and poured it in americolor Cora will be ordering new red she used it all and that red became the reddest red i've ever so seen red i packed all those cookies for archer for school and he was so happy which ones the three you didn't eat Oh, you took them? I was wondering if they disappeared. I, yeah, I said, you know what? I could pack these for our gym. Corey, so in class, unfortunately, somebody just didn't show up, which is crazy, but okay. So Corey decorated live with the class, which we don't usually do. We usually just point at a PowerPoint, but hey, when in Rome. Yeah. Then at the end of class, kind of nudger when I went there to be extra icing on it. Yeah. But Corey's on this weird, like, let me break up with sugar. I'm not. No, I'm wildly addicted. Was not. So I grabbed it. And there's nothing that tastes so better. good. Oh, fresh. I was so oh. Heather said, just don't stare at me. I you said, you need to turn good. away. I need to eat. <laughs> then Heather ate three of them. Then I then felt sick. I felt sick. So then I said, I will stand strong and take these home to my kids. I was wondering what happened to the remaining <laughs> yeah, <I guess>. <laughs> But we have class this weekend. Do you want me to decorate for it or no? I don't know. How do you feel? Sometimes You won't have as much like space as we have 10. I'll think about it. Okay. Well, remember, prep the dough if you want mo. <laughs> I want some for I actually used so. all this dough, and I don't know if I'm going to use it for class because I want to eat it myself. What? I used, um, I bought from the Vendi Blendy. Yeah. Um, the sh- the sugar pod Douse. makes vanilla infused sugar. Oh. 
And I made these batches. These for next class? three batches. No, that's why I don't want to use them. I have another. You giving her regular second tier dough? I want class to, takers. But it smelled so well. Don't good. don't use it for class then because that's not the recipe we give them. Right, but it's still sugar. It's just infused sugar. And I delicious. used it with her. Um, you bring some of those to. You know, I don't want some Aldi's. I want some Goldies. Bring some to Christmas. <laughs> I can't. Or before Christmas. New. I don't want stale ones. I'll make it with the new sh- the sugar, and we'll taste oh, it. Yeah. Also make good. some naked ones. I kind of like a I naked cookie. I do like cookie. some naked cookies, too. I do, too. I do, too. Mm-hmm. Unclothed cookies. Mm-hmm. Bring them. That are soft. Soft. Mm-hmm. They need to be soft. I did burn a whole batch for class last week. But you and sold ended up them. being able to sell them. Because I was going to toss them because they were burnt. And I was like, I can't really sell these and we can't but use Gans them likes crispy crunchy cookies and i don't like crispy crunchy cookies but a lot of people do so i yeah. said you know what i'm gonna decorate these very easy like and i'm gonna throw them up there and see who bites and someone bite bit bite it <laughs> 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 what it is <laughs> okay i think that takes us to the podcast where are we at Oh, all right. Oh, my so much. Let these folks go. Sing a Phoebe song and I'll let them on go on that note. Phoebe, weeby, I'm squeezy, I'm squeezy. Phoebe, weeby, oh, look, you pop back up. <laughs> Bye, guys.